Hello, hello, friends and strangers. Welcome back to another episode of Everything Unfiltered with Poe. Well, judging from my episode title, I'm sure you guys can already guess it. We will be talking about my past relationships today, and these are essentially the letters I'm sending out to them. Haha, <laughs> this is looking kind of cringe, but oh well. I'm not any relationship expert here, just purely my perspectives and speaking from my experience, what I've essentially learned from it, and some relationship advice that might hopefully help you guys. So feel free to voice your opinions. I'll be doing a Q&A section at the end of each episode. So if you have any questions about the previous episode or just anything in general, I'll be posting on Instagram stories or, or you can just send me a message. I won't bite. Well, before I start getting into today's main agenda, I suppose, I saw this Instagram post the other day and I thought it's a really good recap for my last episode. If you guys haven't listened to it, please do so. So here goes what's the, here goes what the post said. Maybe we were meant to stay a little broken, a little incomplete and a little imperfect. So there's room for growth. So there's room for people to pour the love, the lessons and the warmth into us and make us feel whole again. Even if it's just for a little while. Maybe we're not meant to heal completely from things, just like a river. A small ripple of pain or happiness in our lives is supposed to keep us going a long way. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe life isn't about winning or losing, but learning from experiences, love, relationships, and our family. I know that we want everything figured out. We hate the uncertainty of the path ahead. We get uncomfortable when we think about how blurry our future is. But the best experiences in life are outside of our comfort zone. Maybe that's what we've gotten wrong this whole time. I shouldn't look at life as a journey for betterment but a journey for growth, whatever that looks like. Maybe that's when I'll be able to say that I'm okay and feel it too. Maybe that's when I'll start appreciating life for what it certainly gives me. So yeah, I thought that was a really nice little piece of reaffirmations for me and for you too. So anyway, let's get into today's gossip. If I were to describe relationships, it's like a dream. It can be a sweet, nice one. It can just be like a quirky one or weird ones, but or it can be nightmares. But when it ends, you, you can't you can't change anything about it anymore. You even if you try to go back to the sleep, it's just gonna be different. You're forced to move on from the dreams, and when time passes, you kind of just forget about it, and you replace your old your old dreams with like new ones, and you just get used to it. But one thing that I did not realize until recently is that I have never properly take time and try to flat back onto the dreams, what it was showing me and what it was telling me. Yeah, I learned some stuff that I could see from surface level, but the part that really needs time to be drilled down to be uncovered, I never properly did it. And because of that, I never properly healed from some of it for a long, long time. I had maybe four, I have had like four relationships before and they all taught me different stuff. And as I gradually grow, I learned more. It's kind of like an exponential graph. I was able to see more stuff from different perspectives. So my first relationship, 
I was a toxic, toxic one. I was naive. I was very dependent on him because that was my first year when I moved here. And if you guys have listened to my first podcast, you would have known how introvert I was. And it was one of my lowest point in life where I was just hating life. And he was my only support, so I relied on him a lot. But I was toxic to a point where if anything bad happens during the day, he didn't do anything wrong. But I would just put all the anger and frustration onto him. Like, I never thought about things from his perspectives at all. Like, I never thought about how he would feel. I just kind of assumed he would always be there for me. So yeah, not going to be surprised we broke up. But it took me like two years to probably completely move on from him. Because I really regretted what I did. I feel like I owned him too many stories. I know sorry doesn't change anything. But at that point of time, that was probably the only thing that I could do or say. I held on to that regret for so long that it stopped me from moving on. But back then, I was just too focused on the things that I have done to him. Like, I never take the chance to learn what I have done wrong so I don't repeat the same thing. Like, yeah, I told myself, I'll treat the next guy, you know, better. But what I didn't realize is that for me to do that, I need to change what I did wrong and how I can change them. I just kind of look at the what, but I never really delve into the why and how. So yeah, I was just pretty naive and wasn't the type to think and reflect back properly. And because of that, I definitely fell into a deep spiral of depression, like that regret that I constantly held on to. And when he left, he felt like part of me was taken away too. As I said, he was the only person that I talked to every day. I wasn't looking because I was, you know, just introvert at school like I wasn't looking for ways to move on I was just living in that past constantly replaying that past that I can't change so yeah that's why it took me two years but on to the second guy when I started dating him I said maybe four relationships because I don't know if I would really consider this as one but I just thought I'd share anyway so I dated an Aussie before, so a white guy. Like, I'm not trying to be racist, by the way, just, yeah. But moving from a small town where it's all surrounded by Asians, you don't really, like, here you have so many p- different people from different backgrounds, and she's completely different. Like, I guess you can say I had, like, a white people face before, like, you know, what people say, yellow people face, yellow pe- some people have, like, yellow people sort of, you know, thing, but minus white people not but yeah like what i realized is that though i would never date a white guy again unless they really know a lot about asian culture like or they could speak chinese like it's like he literally have no idea about asian's culture so to to a certain extent i feel like i can't connect to him as much like i i've lived 15 years of my life in malaysia still something that i am deeply connected to and would wish my other half to be able to like understand and relate to. I'm sure it's go both both way. And like it wouldn't be funny if you're just laughing at a meme by yourself and then like and it loses its charm its charm if you have to like explain it to them. So it's kind of like, you know, sometimes I like to say random stuff in Chinese or like sometimes I look at this meme, I kind of want to be able to share and they'll be able to understand it. So I couldn't do that with him. And yeah, so I guess just I realized that like, because I'm not whitewashed. 
and I don't know much about the Aussie culture, and I don't think I'll ever really get into it. But at the same time, I'd say I wouldn't date someone who's like really traditional and close-minded, just that full like Asian culture into the brains. Like I'm in that awkward position where I don't feel connected to both Aussie culture and the full Asian culture. Like I think some of the Asian cultures are really toxic. Compare it myself to like my parents and some other friends, like other Asian friends that I know. Like I know I just can't connect to them as much. So yeah, it's it's tough to find someone with that balance, I suppose. Um, like to be able to find someone with that sort of, you know, in, like in the same position that I am and just being able to fall in love with each other, it's like, bro, it's so hard. So, but yeah, I guess at least I learned like slightly more in terms of the type of people I date. And on to my third relationship. He's probably the only guy that, like, that I've ever dated that's really close to like to like my ideal type in terms of appearance. Not that like I value that more than personality, but it was like the thing that like you know got me attracted to him at first, like just his appearance and the way he like dresses and stuff. <sighs> yeah, that old. That good old times, but yeah, he is the reason that he's the start and the reason why my life changed a lot too. We didn't really end on a good note, but I am truly grateful for him, because if it wasn't because of him, I would still be that naive person, you know, someone who wouldn't be living for herself, someone who's just still stuck in that like dark circle, I guess, just a lot more. Like he changed my life a lot for the better. He was the person that got me into fashion too. He opened up a different world of fashion that I was never exposed to. And I'm trying my best to work towards that field now because I found my passions in it. At least for now, I guess. Like I'm truly passionate for it. And I really hope I I could get into the fashion industry. He, yeah, he's probably the person that teach me a lot of the stuff that I'll be talking about in this podcast as well, even with stepping out of the comfort zone that I talk about in like first episode. He's the person that made me realize such thing. So yeah, you could say he was like my life mentor before. This is why I said as well, being surrounded by the right people is very, very important because they they are the ones that will allow you to grow even more. And what I mean by right people is is that is this person motivating you to be the person you yourself want to be is there anything you can learn from this person is this person good for you is this person allowing room for growth and improvement i'm not saying if they're not someone like that then just unfriend them throw them away but in order for you to grow and just being able to experience new things you really need to be meeting new people that will spark such things but I'm not saying to rush into it. Don't force it to happen. But when the chances come, don't be afraid to grab onto it. Like, I know meeting new people can be scary or it might feel pointless. Or maybe you're just the opposite where you're always open to meeting new people. Well, then good on you because I am the first two time. Like, for me before, getting to know someone is like a really tiring process for me. Especially not knowing if that person is still going to be there in the future. You know, what? like, I hate it that you just know someone for a short period of time. And then, like, eventually you guys just drift apart. Like, 
I just kind of hate that because I'm the type that get really invested into someone if I really care about you, even if it's friends or relationships or anything. But what I've learned is just that even temporary people in your life or that were once in your life are there to teach you something, whether it's good or bad. There's always something we can take from me and just learn. So I kind of, you know, I just, right now, I'm like really just telling, like I'm right now, I really just want to meet new people. I want to be able to like learn, to understand different stories in a way. Like I want to see what, how their lives was like, what I can learn from it. And yeah, so, and I don't believe, you know, meeting like, you know how there's a saying that's like, oh, meeting, I met this person, he feels so right, but it's the wrong time. I don't believe in that, but instead, I believe that we were bound to meet certain people at that time to allow us to feel something, something special, some, you know, experience new things that you have never felt before. So yeah, that's how I kind of learned. And what I've also learned from this relationship is to never love someone to a point where you have no bottom line. This is completely on me because I have like... At that time, I was really scared to be lonely and I have huge attachment issue. I find it hard to be the one leaving if I'm still emotionally attached to that person. But you need to know when to leave when it starts becoming unhealthy for both of you. It's one thing to know if it's still going to work and another if you're just staying for the sake of that leftover feelings you still have, the memories you both had, the attachment that you might still be feeling. There's definitely things that you have to compromise in relationships, things that you have to maybe accept, but there will always be limitations to it. And don't overestimate it. Don't don't ever overestimate the patience and compassion you will have for this person because it would truly take a toll on you and it will just come one day when you just can't handle it anymore. You just, you know, it would just... Everything will just build out and you're just like, you know what, I'm done. It will hit that point. Trust me for sure. Like, I know at the end of the day, love is still an irrational thing. We, we can't control how we feel. And sometimes, even if our head says no, we still go with it. That's how I've been, not gonna lie. And I guess that's why I've gone through a lot of breakups, I guess. By the way, I realized I was trying to say yellow fever and white fever before. I don't know why, but my brain's kind of fried. But before I get into my fourth relationship, I'm going off this episode based on like a timeline of like how like each, how everything happened. So let's bring it all to this year, February, before I started dating my fourth fourth ex. My first ex texted me like out of nowhere, so unexpectedly after like three years or maybe more, like my eyes were probably bawling out at that moment. It was definitely something I wished to happen, but never expected it to actually happen. I was very, very excited at this, and like the first that first day, we were just catching up, you know, like we old friends, whatever. And then, like the second or third day, he was saying, "Oh, he he wanted us to get back," which I was like, "What did you just say, bro?" But in all honesty, if he texted me before, I would have um, probably said yes like before I completely moved on from him because of the guilt and the amount of stories I feel like I own him and just wanting to repay him in that way, kind of. 
But what I realized is that he is still the same old person that I knew before, and I realized that's not what I want anymore. The moment was just like a huge realization for me. Like, damn, the person I thought I could never get over with wants to get back to me, but that's not what I want anymore. I'm not saying he's a bad guy for sure, but I don't want to be pulled back and being the same old person anymore. No, you know, I just don't feel like going back anymore. Part of growing, I guess, is learning that there'll be people that you're just not in the same with them anymore. You kind of just outgrow them, or not even outgrow. Maybe it's just we all want different things. We all learn and grow and just realize different things. So you know, the person that you probably feel like you'll never get over with right now. Trust me, take what you've learned from it and continue to just live your life. Then it will come one day where you find someone more suitable. Like breaking up is definitely the hardest decision decision to make in a relationship. Like one person will need enough courage and all disappointment or whatever that sort of just hit to that point to actually bring it up. But when it's done, it's done. And what's difficult after the breakup is to actually get use of your new life now without them. And for me, I guess the only way to really do it is to replace your old activities with new ones. Like for me, after my third relationship, I started working heaps because I got a new job then and. I just yeah, I just work and I was studying full time too, so I basically had no time to, you know. Well, it's not like I didn't think about him at all, but I guess it's just lesser because I could like distract myself in a way, kind of just fasten the process of you know getting used to the new life without him. But what I realize now is that when I actually did that to myself, I didn't properly move on because you know I was just all distracted. I was just busy, but. I didn't give myself time to properly reflect to the things that happened, which kind of affected my next relationship a bit, which we will get into now. Well, my fourth relationship, honestly, at the start of like knowing each other, I never think we will actually date. But yeah, we were actually friends for longer than the time we dated each other. And the reasons why I was attracted to him at first was definitely because he's a photographer. Like I admire people who are passionate towards something and can take really good photos. Like he told me he had an interest in photography like seven, eight years ago, and he's still doing it. But for me personally, I've never done anything like that at all. Like I've never held onto a passion for that long, which is why I really looked up to him in that aspect. We broke up quite recently, on the twenty second of September. By the time this posted, this is posted, it would have been one month. So it's very recent and fresh, and I'm still trying to move on completely. But so yeah, like everything is really fresh to me, and that's also part of the reason why I decided to do to talk about relationships in this um. My second episode, just because I feel like I will have more things to talk about since all the memories, and I've been reflecting back a lot as well. So excuse me if I like start crying because I still get really emotional. But yeah, um, honestly, I think 
because of breakdown, the whole breakup, the whole relationship, it kind of just condensed and escalated this whole thing. That's why, like, I never saw this coming that quick quickly. Like, I still tell everyone he's a great guy. He's just the most compassionate and patient person I've ever met. He's very understanding, and I don't know, just a great, great guy. Like, even when he's upset, he doesn't say anything that makes you feel shit about yourself. Like, um, so for my third ex, when we were fighting sometimes, he would say pretty mean stuff to me. Like, I can understand why he said those stuff to me. But, like, my fourth ex is just the type of the guy that even if he is put in the same situation, he would have never done that. You know if you're friends with him. Like, I haven't heard anyone that talked shit about him at all. But yeah, I lost someone that she's so great and precious. Obviously, it hurts. I kind of blame myself a lot for that for a while. Because I feel like if we didn't start dating, we should be great friends now. And to be honest, when I broke up with my third ex, I knew I needed a time to be alone and just being able to enjoy time, even if I'm all by myself. Because when it depends on someone to make you happy, you give them the same power to make you res- miserable. Like, I was very dependent on others to give me happiness. I still am, I suppose, because I'm so scared of being lonely. I'm still trying to being able to enjoy my time even when I'm just by myself. But right now, I'm trying my best to just shift my focus on doing things that I enjoy, things that are new. <sighs> Like I said, love is irrational, which is really why I ended up listening to my heart rather than my head at that time. And I we just started dating. But yeah, now that the relationship ended, I really just want to, you know, stay single for a while because I want to be able to pursue happiness on my own and fall in love when I'm ready rather than just wanting that companion. And also healing is a long, long process. Continuing on what I said earlier, because what I realized is that when we started dating, I haven't properly healed from the third relationship. I thought I was, but I was still pretty traumatized by certain things that happened. I don't know if traumatized is the best way to put it, but there's still things that hurt me from the third relationship and still left and like an open wound in me. How I realized is that the shitty stuff that I was told before I would say to my fourth ex, but when I realized that and communicated to him, he just chose to understand and forgive me. Like I did move on from that like whole traumatization pretty soon after because I realized it's just wrong for me to be doing this to him. He's a very forgiving guy. He treats me the best he can and tries to give me the best he could. He allowed me to feel loved in a way where I was never given before. And he always said this to me. I just want to make sure you're happy. And if you're happy, then I'm happy. But like, yeah, it's definitely very sad that I lost him. And like I said, sometimes you're meant to just meet someone for a short period of time. And we just both move on with our lives and find someone more suitable in the future. Or maybe we'll cross path again. Who knows? Like, meeting him was such an important lesson, but so was losing him. It, it's kind of the same for my third relationship. 
It really tells me that Poe, you know what you want. You wanted to find your own happiness. You wanted to focus on yourself. You wanted to focus on your career. So do it, because the move that I'm probably afraid to move to make right now could be the one that really changes everything. And I don't want to like. And before getting into this relationship, I really wanted to focus onto my career as well, because I'm the type that just when I start dating someone, I just somehow end up prioritizing like the relationship before anything else. So I don't want to feel like I have to care about anyone's feeling. And you know, not saying that anyone pressure me to you know having to care for them. You know, not saying that anyone said that I can't pursue my career. But it's kind of you know, I just. Kind of do that to myself, and so now that I'm single, so it's kind of like I just wanna, I can just chase off, chase after my dream and my passion now, which is what I'm really trying to do right now. And I'm not saying that if I some, if I find someone suitable, I will push them away. But my point is that just knowing what you want to focus more, and just don't really let relationships stop you from doing, from pursuing them. What I'm really trying to say here is that I used to prioritize relationships over a lot of things, but I'm at the age I'm turning twenty-one, where love can't be everything. Love doesn't get you the bread. Depending on others to give you, give me happiness is not sustainable and just not the right way. And I've always wanted to focus on my career too, which is my top priority now. And I don't want to let anything sabotage that. But I'm always open to just meet new people and just continue to allow that growth. So yeah, and when I said he was able to show me love that no one else has before, one of them was before lockdown. He would like wait for me to finish work and would probably just go grab dinner, but he will always catch light real with me to make sure I get home safe. Like he felt bad that he can drive me home, so he did this instead. I definitely miss that a lot. It's just such a sweet thing someone can do for you, because there was once where he even waited for two hours for me to finish work. But I'd say our relationship got on bad when lockdown happened. Like I said, work was a distraction for me, and because of lockdown, that distraction is totally just gone, and my reliance on him just magnified a lot. Because I don't really have friends that like I regularly talk to, and I don't play games like he does. I just Watch dramas and stuff, which I was getting bored of. So there were a lot of things that we have to adjust to, and throughout the process, like he's just the type to、um, only call people when something happened. But I'm the type that, like, if I'm comfortable calling you, we can just be on call and just be doing our own stuff. And there's just a lot of things that like happen that we have to adjust to, and I neglected his feelings often, and it kind of drained him a lot. But one thing I realized after the breakup is that my love language is actually out of service. I've always thought it was something else,、uh, but when I reflect back, out of service just makes so much more sense. And here's his words of affirmation. So basically, I think you know we can't we we are both unable to provide each other what we want. Like the simplest way to put it as to why we broke up is because we both have different wants and needs. Not saying that he didn't try, but he definitely tried, and I feel like I was the one who didn't try hard enough to give him the words of affirmation. But yeah, it's just sometimes when you try to force others to love you the way you love them, it can be really damaging to the relationship, 
which is what happened. He and I are like polar opposite people. Like it's optimistic, I'm pessimistic. It's very outgoing. I'm more shy. He's a night person. I'm a morning person. Honestly, at first, I we both find it really like interesting as to how different we are. And I thought it was a good different because I wanted to be more extrovert. I wanted to be more optimistic. But at the end, it also became the reason why we broke up because. It's just kind of like we were just way too different, and it's really hard for you to just change instantly. And so yeah, and I also realized that I was also comparing my relationship to others unconsciously. Unconsciously, like I just wanted to be loved. I wanted to be. I wanted to feel special. But you know, comparing is never healthy when it isn't encouraging. It isn't encouraging growth. And I still, and I think I still need time. To you know, just before I'm ready for another relationship, because I became I always become really childish and just emotional. I uh, I like I'm like the type that I either don't care at all or I care way too much, and I just have like huge attachment issues. So I feel like I still need that whole maturing process before like I feel like I'm ready again. And also, I don't want to lose something, someone that I consider precious to me. That easily next time, like a few weeks ago, I cut myself by accident. Like I was getting all lightheaded and stuff, and I started crying. My fam, my family probably thought I was crying because of the cut, but then it was really because at that moment, I realized I lost the person that I'm closest to, the person I go to if shit happened, the person that like I always rather be with than anyone else. It was that like build up of emotions from the past few days since we broke up, and it just felt so shit because I just lost someone like that. But yeah, I feel like one thing that I lack in a lot is the ability to appreciate the little things and just the people around me. Sometimes when you have them in your life, you just get to a point where you assume they always be there. But please don't do that because you will regret when things just go south, like me right now. Like I don't want to say I regret the things that I did because I did it and that's my own choices at that time. But I definitely wished things were different. But yeah, I also I also hate to say this, but this is the last thing I'll be saying. So I think that family financial situation can also potentially affect a relationship. It was never something that I looked at, but then after like the past few relationships, I think it's better if. Both of you just have like similar financial stability, like there will be more similar stuff to talk about. And I guess for me, it's just like if I ever want to get married, like when I feel like I'm ready, like um emotionally, I don't want to having to be worrying about oh we don't have a house yet, oh we're not stable enough yet. Like I'm am lucky to be born into a comfortable family, and I'm not judging people who aren't. Let me be very very clear about that, but. What I realized it, it does kind of set us apart in a way. Like I'm happy for both of us to work towards the future too. But like at this stage, I kind of don't think I can wait for some of like ten, fifteen years before they are stable enough to like let's say okay, let's get married. Because like one thing that my fourth ex told me was that his mom joked about all. Oh, Like how oh I my family probably wouldn't have to be looking at the price tag when we want to buy certain stuff, regardless if it's a joke or not. To me, it signals something. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but 
hopefully you guys can understand my point here. Like I used to not care at all about those stuff, but when you've been put in the same similar situations for a few times, I kind of start to rethink about this whole like financial thing. Like maybe it will change down the line again. But this is just my perspective on it right now. And I put it at the last thing to talk about also because it's the least I care about in a relationship. So yeah, I feel like I can legit keep talking about relationships, but I think I'll just have to cut it short here because I don't want it to go away too long. But I will make another episode in the future. And to really sum up today, I'd say, you know, definitely trust each timing of your life. You're bound to meet certain people at certain time, whether it's temporary or not, whether, you know, it's unexpected or not, whether whatsoever. Because like, to me, I guess this the beginning of something is also the beginning of an ending. There's always goodbyes in all is in any relationships. And it doesn't matter if one person tries their hardest to keep a relationship going or if they give up on their relationship. They are just like different types of um path they chose. And it's not saying that one decision is better than the other, but as long as we are happy with our decision, then you know, just go with it. And if you're going through breakups like me, don't rush into anything. Don't distract yourself from the reality of the world that you don't give yourself time to properly reflect and heal. Because life will just keep hitting you with the same thing until you learn your lesson. And look at breakup breakups as like um, stars. When you look at them from afar, when you look at them from, you know, when you go stargazing or whatever, you can appreciate the beauty of it. But when you're way too close to them, they can actually burn you. So shift your focus towards yourself instead of the person who broke you. You'll realize all along you had the power to choose happiness by just whether simply walking away or just changing things. So be there for yourself. Choose yourself. Never allow, never just put your priority as yourself and fall in love when you're ready and not when you're lonely. And moving on to the last part, as I said before, that I will be answering questions from like last episode or just anything in general. Like I'll be posting stories now. I appreciate if everyone, if you guys can just like write something so I have stuff to talk about. So one question that I got is how to stay on top of uni work. Honestly, I am not the best person to answer this because <laughs> I procrastinate a lot too, but since I'm a morning person, I study the best in the morning. And if you're a night person, I guess study at night. But I always, for me, I always just start my morning by watching drama or whatever before I get myself ready to study. And I have the habit to just write down whatever I need to get de- get done on my journal just to make sure I still have enough time to get it done properly. And study session with friends is definitely helpful too. So I study with my friend Mark quite often. When we are actually in the whole study zone, we do like a 40-minute study and 10 minutes break and it definitely helped me a lot to just focus and just having someone there kind of kind of like in a way they're like watching you. I don't know if that sounded right, but yeah. And I definitely suggest doing assignments or just even watching lectures in like small chunks. Like don't push yourself too hard because that way you end up feeling too stressed and unaccomplished. So what I normally do is I'll tell myself I need to get this intro done today and when I did it I take it off my list and I continue to do other small things. 
So yeah, that's basically how I do it. And I know it's hard when you like juggling between work and unity. Like I struggle with that a lot. So work-life balance is definitely something you have to figure out yourself and just know what's more important for you. Like for me, I don't care about uni as much anymore because I don't have much left to go. And I'm really just focusing on trying to get into the field that I want to. And obviously it's different with everyone. Some people might just want to take time with uni and just do well in it. You know, go with that, like support that, obviously. Second question, who is editing this episode? Well, my friend Dylan will be editing this episode and hopefully he'll be happy to help me with you know later episodes too so shout out to dylan and third question life during lockdown good question it sucked i miss my friends and works and just being able to eat out and just go to different places but it was tough for me because i get anxiety staying home which we would touch on other times but yeah i hated staying home and at that time, my fourth ex was like my only support, like my huge support at that time. And my friends sometimes when we do game nights, but it became worse when we broke up. And it, it was so close to like Freedom Day as well. We were like saying, oh, we can go to this place, get that place together. But yeah, it's kind of sad that we don't get the chance to do it anymore. But my friend Mark, which will be in my next episode, helped me a lot and made me hear lots better and so stay tuned for my next episode with my guest speaker mark where we will just be talking about a bunch of random stuff and as usual just let me know if there's anything that i can improve on and bye